Welcome to How to Stop Wanting Him Back, a podcast on not just getting over your ex, but into yourself. I'm Claire, the Heartbreak Coach. Let's make what feels impossible possible. Hey, loves. Welcome to episode 15, When He's on the Attack. So dramatic, yet quite catchy, if I say so myself. I first want to start out by saying welcome to all of my new subscribers. Thanks to the launch of my article on Kourtney Kardashian's new lifestyle site, poosh.com. I'll put the link in the profile. Um, My article was called How to Tell You're With Mr. Wrong. I am so overwhelmed by the outpouring of love and support, and I want to give a special shout out to my Irish listeners. I got a few reach outs from some lovely women in Ireland, and for those of you who are not familiar, I am actually from Ireland. My parents are off the boat. We lived in Dublin for five years when I was a kid, and obviously I'm very Americanized, and my parents never let me forget that. So I was just so excited to hear that my message is resonating with not just strangers, but also people from my homeland. It was so lovely to hear from you. And honestly, from all of you, thank you so much. I believe so strongly in this work. I really, if I say so myself, love my approach on heartbreak. And I really felt that there was a void in the heartbreak arena. I think there is so much shame attached to heartbreak. Why are we pining for Mr. Wrong? He was such a douchebag. It's so embarrassing. I'm still not over him. He treated me like shit. I don't want him to know I'm not over him. I don't want his friends to know. I don't want my friends to know. So I just put on a game face. Fuck that. If you are hurting, you are hurting. But what I also want to say fuck that to is fuck your victim story. Seriously. I've told my wonderful Irish parents that they are not allowed to listen to my podcast because of all of my F-bombs. So this approach is about owning your pain but then also not indulging your pain. Let's shine a light on the fact that you are in pain. There is no shame in that. Let's also not indulge the story that he has the power to dictate how you feel, right? It's really about navigating that balance. And it's not black and white I don't have this one plus one equals two formula about then you do this and then you do that. You have to really get savvy moment to moment. Some days you wake up and you're in a lot of pain and you just got to be in the pain. And then other days you're going to wake up and say, you know what? I am not going to let this man dictate how I feel. I'm going to live my life to the fullest. And commit to that with your thinking to yield you different results in your life. But you have these neural grooves in your brain that are replaying the same story over and over and over again and obsessing all the fucked up things he did that make you feel a certain way. And so you stay stuck and mired in the heartbreak and there is a better way out. And I truly know that this work works, but here is what is required of you. You have to want to get over him. What? 
Some of you are thinking, I do. I want to get over him. Do you know how many people have gotten on the on the phone with me for a consultation? Yeah, I really want to get over him. Oh, my gosh, I'm hurting. I'm hurting. And then we paint this whole vision of what their future would look like if they're willing to step up and do this work. And then they decide I'm not ready. I'm still in it. Well, then why are you calling me? Who wants to be in it? Now, look, I get it. If the rug was just pulled underneath you and you've got to process and really kind of move through the shock and move through the pain, go to my article, How to Tell You're With Mr. Wrong. Well, spoiler alert. The first step is you got to admit that you're not over him. You got to admit that you're in pain. And then the second step is you have to be willing to feel the pain. So I'm not about moving around that. You got to move through the pain, right? But then after that, you've got to just start committing to a new freaking story, people. You've got to start deciding that you are going to commit to a different way of thinking so that you can feel differently and behave differently and yield you different results. And so you might be listening right now and saying, yeah, 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 think differently, change your thoughts, change your life. How many times have you heard people saying that, but you don't really understand it or the secret or Abraham Hicks? Like, I get it. Get into the vortex if you have no idea what I'm talking about. I'll put the links in the show notes. But this work is really about teaching you that you can actually practically put pen to paper and see that you can change your thoughts to change your life. And then you have to take what you put on the paper into your life. So I hope if this is the first episode that you're listening to, that you will go back and start from episode one, because there's tons of information on how to do that. I also share tons of personal stories on how I've fallen on my face and I will continue to, which is a great segue into the title of this episode when he's on the attack because I felt attacked this week. And that, my loves, is a story. So as I said, How to Tell You're With Mr. Rung was an article that I wrote and I got an outpouring of love and support, but I also got a handful of haters who were quite judgmental. I had to laugh because someone told me more empathy, less cleavage, which I thought was absolutely hysterical because I have 32 double A boobs like they could not get any smaller. So I had to write back and say less cleavage. I don't have any. I have 32 A's. I mean, I literally have a gap between my boobs when I was acting and I would get these roles where they wanted to like show my cleavage. Like I cannot tell you there would be a team of people trying to squeeze my boobs together with like all kinds of like hardware and bras and layers to like get cleavage, it was never going to happen. So I actually thought it was a win that he thought I had cleavage. But then it got mean. There were people saying some harsh things, judging that I didn't know what I was talking about. If she took this advice, she would never have met her husband. And it's a shame of what I'm putting out there and that they're going to be young, impressionable readers. And I'm going to be single and alone for the rest of my life. And I need to read the Bible. Apparently, there are lots of good dating tips for women dating in 2019 in the Bible. Who'd have thunk? And apparently they're talking about it at church because I was also told I need to go to church to learn a thing or two. So all of that was super fun to experience. (laughs) And my automatic thought, right, my thinking was that I thought I was being attacked and I reacted with my heart beating fast, my blood boiling. I got real hot and I felt panicky and I kind of freaked out So 
If you are not familiar with Brooke Castillo's thought model, go back to episode one or you can look her up. Again, I'll put the link at all the links of the references I make in my show notes. But everything that happens to us is absolutely neutral. And it's the meaning that we make out of it that's going to cause us pain or happiness. So it's a totally neutral circumstance that these people wrote those words to me on the internet. That is that is a neutral fact. The thought they're attacking me makes me feel, well, attacked and angry and hot and fiery and reactive and panicky. And then my action is to want to tell them to shove it where the sun don't shine. (laughs) I still got my fiery Irish personality that I do own. Um, Although I didn't get fiery with them, I really did want to put a couple of the trollers in their place. And I defended myself. And so did my bestie, Heather, because she's amazing. Again, I didn't stoop, but I wanted to put it out there that it's totally okay that they didn't like what I said and that my message isn't for everyone, which then I was told, well, it should be for everyone. I was also criticized for not talking about Mr. Right. I wasn't asked to talk about Mr. Right. I was asked to talk about the signs for Mr. Wrong. So (laughs) I definitely felt I wanted to defend myself. And so I did. And then the result is, is that they got nastier. Shocker. At one point, I think one of the final comments was, if I was a guy and there were only women like you, I would want to be gay. I would go gay if there were only women like you. Literally, that was what was said. (laughs) As I say it now, it's really comical. But at the time, you guys, you know, this is like the biggest platform that my work has been put out on and it was triggering. And so I realize, and by the way, I work with actors who get scathed on the internet all the time and I do this work with them. Um, But of course, I'm still a human. And so I feel things and I wanted to defend myself. And as I defended myself, I had this thought in my brain. I said, you're defending yourself. This is a waste of your time and you never get to do this again. Who knows if I'm going to hold to that? I always want to be super transparent and honest with you guys. Just because I'm a coach and I consider myself a heartbreak expert, I absolutely do. I'm still a human and I'm always growing and I do not claim to be perfect. I was also told I need to work on my flaws, which I did let them know that I do work on my flaws daily because I'm always going to have flaws and I'm going to embrace them and work on them as much as I can. But it didn't serve me, right? Reacting, defending, even if I didn't stoop, trying to have an open dialogue with some no-named person on a private account who has zero followers and is just judging and tearing me down on the internet. Is it really worth it, Claire? So we plug into a new model. Again, if you're not familiar with this thought model, go to Brooke Castillo's Life Coach School podcast, or you can go to my first episode and we can break it down. But every circumstance, again, is neutral. So these people writing words on the internet are neutral. And my thoughts, right, are automatic. When I think they attack me, I then react. And the result is they actually continue to get louder and meaner, which again, are thoughts, but that's going a whole, (laughs) that'll be a whole other episode. So the new model, I think about what do I want to feel about these words on the internet by these strangers? I want to feel calm. I want to feel at peace. I want to feel an acceptance. Now, I know some of you are listening and saying, Claire, what Kool-Aid are you drinking? I can't go from being feeling attacked to calm, peaceful. 
I'm just exploring how do I want to feel? Because the way I look at it is I am so honored to get on this site. And I know I have another article coming out on Poosh this month. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm bracing for impact a little bit. And I know that I don't want to focus on the handful of haters. I want to focus on the extra 500 downloads that I had this week on my podcast. I want to focus on the people reaching out who are saying that their message is resonating and that they can't sleep and they're listening to my voice in the middle of the night for some peace and for some relief and because it's helping them feel better. That's what I want to focus on. And so if people on the internet typing words at me who don't want to show their faces and they want to not agree with my content, yes, I want to feel at peace. I want to be calm. I want to be in total acceptance that this is par for the course if my platform gets larger. And I want my platform to get larger because despite those people who don't agree with my message, there are so many more who do. And regardless of who does agree or who doesn't agree, I know my message is so in alignment with healing people's broken hearts. I know in my bones that this work works. I know I'm going to get emotional that my 30-year-old self would have killed to have known this information at that time. I know that this work is transformative. And if someone had told me eight years ago that I'd be doing what I'm doing now, I never would have believed them because I just didn't feel like it was possible. So I am here to tell all of you who are listening, who are so broke and who are so desperate and who are so hopeless and who are so lost and who are so hurt that this work does fucking work. And that is who my message is for. And if there was one woman who got something out of that article, if there is one woman who gets something out of this podcast, that is worth it for me to have a 100,000 people shitting on my work, shitting on my message. Because if I know this work works, and especially through working with the clients who I've worked with and shared this work with my friends and applied this work to myself, I have actual proof that it does work. I know that there are so many more people and that there were so many more people People who did love this message, who did reach out, then there were people who were hating on me. I am not for everyone. And so those are my new thoughts. Instead of thinking they're attacking me, I am willing to receive all the hate if that means that I am going to continue to heal hearts. That is such a cheap price to pay when I know that there are so many broken hearts who are healing through my message, who are finding hope through my message. That brings me peace, calm, acceptance, and it makes me feel super empowered, and it makes me feel super encouraged, and it helps me to remember that I am never going to stop putting my message out there, which, by the way, someone told me that I need to stop putting my message out there. And so my action is to focus on the love. My action is to focus on you who are all listening, who are picking up what I'm throwing down. And the result is that I am totally satisfied in my work, that I am totally self-owned, that I am so willing for my audience to get larger and larger and larger, which means more hate, more judgment, more criticism, because it means I'm going to be helping more and more people. And I know there are way more people out there who are experiencing way worse cyberbullying than me. Look at the Kardashians. Courtney does so much great philanthropic work, and she gets criticized all the time. 
So there are people who are really going through it and I am willing to go through what they are willing to go through if that means that I'm willing to help more people. So instead of thinking the thought, I'm getting attacked or he's attacking me, I'm going to think what anyone has against me is totally worth helping others. It's all about the way you think, my loves. It is a choice. And yes, I'm going to have that automatic human reaction. So many times I hear from my clients, I hate that I reacted that way. I hate that it bothered me so much. I hate that it made me mad. I hate that I'm still hurting. I hate that I still miss him. Who cares? That's just what you automatically feel. You are a human being. You are always going to experience negative emotion. Love that you feel deeply. Love that you can experience pain. My dad, my amazing father said, go light a candle for your ex when I was in the thick of my pain, skin and bone, could barely put one foot in front of the other. And he said, if I were you, I'd go light a candle because people who hurt people the way that he has hurt you, they are the ones who are hurting more. Hurt people hurt people, right? These people, these trolls on the internet, they have no lives. They, they get a kick out of bringing other people down. Do I want to focus on them or do I want to focus on service? So I hope this resonates with you today. I know that there are so many of you mired in your pain and you're so focused on what he did and didn't do or how he's attacking you or how he won't leave you alone. You get to change your story. You are the only person who can dictate how you feel and yield the results that you want. So if you want to stop wanting him back, you need to stop thinking that he's attacking you, that he's doing all these things wrong, that he's messing with every aspect of your life. No, he isn't. The only reason why you think he is, is because of your thinking. That is it. I know this isn't easy stuff, but I so appreciate you tuning in and being willing to open your minds to shifting your perspective. That is a huge step in your recovery. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited to have all of you new listeners. If you have any questions or if you have any topic requests, I hope you will message me. And I'm so excited to keep coming to you every Monday with new gems of wisdom on how you can stop wanting him back. Until next time, my loves. Bye. Hey, love. If you're picking up what I'm throwing down and would like to deepen this work with me as your coach, go to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com forward slash work dash with dash me and apply for my six month one-on-one coaching program where we'll not only heal your heart, but take your entire life to the next level. I can't wait to read your application.